0: Hello and welcome back to Team Smart Rambles. Today we're going to be talking about nighttime routines, our nighttime routines, and why we think they are important. Before we get started, I just wanted to remind you that this podcast is for educational purposes only, so before starting anything new, always consult your healthcare professional. So to get started, I thought we would start with talking about what our nighttime routines are. And how I guess we've evolved into them. Yeah. Yeah. So, do you want to go first? Okay. Okay.
1: Um, I just want to like say something that in the recording I've mucked it up the last three <laughs> podcasts and I got fired at the start of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, I apologise to Vic because she has done the intros so many times because she's repeated herself countless <laughs> times the last couple of episodes. So, apologies guys to Vic. So my nighttime routine, I will talk about what I do and then we can explain later why. So from whenever we've finished tea, I turn our light down to like 25% intensity. Um, And then we watch a little bit of TV. I try and get up and stretch and foam roll while we're watching TV to kind of justify (laughs) watching TV. and I have set my phone to go and do not disturb from 8:45. I was just doing that and then I found myself not doing it so I've set it up so that it just does it so I no longer get notified to try stop me from flicking through the gram um, and just replying to text messages and emails so that is something I've been a lot stricter on myself with lately and feeling much better for it and then by quarter to nine, we tend, somewhere between quarter to nine and nine, we get up, brush the teeth and um, jump into bed, read a book, then lights out by like 9.30. My mm-hmm.
0: mm-hmm. routine for nighttime is a little bit more chaotic. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like kids just make everything that little bit more chaotic. But
1: I think this is good. It's like the people with no kids, the people with kids.
0: Yeah. So our nighttime routine basically starts from six. Um, it's tea, showers, quiet time. We do allow the kids to still watch TV. So obviously the TV's on We just have a little lamp going in the lounge room and all the other lights in the house are off just to create that, that dark and calming feeling. And it's just nice to switch off. Um, and then at eight o'clock, the kids are in bed. So it's teeth bed. We all brush our teeth at the same time. Um, and then it's just Shannon. and I will stay up till about nine, nine thirty, Um, and I don't really have a nighttime routine as such for while we're watching TV. I do just kind of scroll on my phone, but I like to get off my phone about an hour before I'm going to bed. So my phone will go on. Do not disturb at 10. And when that pops up on my phone, it reminds me, right? It's 10 o'clock. It's bedtime. Mm-hmm. So my phone's down from around nine o'clock. So, other than that, don't really have one because no. kids will be out. Mama need a drink. Mama need this.
1: It's a nightmare. <laughs> oh my gosh! It's like constant advertisement to continue to being childless. <laughs> if you need contraception, guys, I'm here. <laughs> so, um, the reason that both of us dim the lights and all the rest of it is for our melatonin release so with all the artificial lightning lighting in the world um we yeah our melatonin isn't releasing the way it should especially staring at blue light all day which is just screens so by dimming lights or having minimal lighting and avoiding too much screen time ideally we both should actually be getting off our phones earlier than we do but you know kind of the way the world
0: is, though, isn't it? Like, everyone's on social media. Mm.
1: But even just, like, texting backwards and forwards. Yeah, we're really bad at that. Yeah. It doesn't really matter on the time of day. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, like, even my sisters and stuff, I'll be messaging them at night time as well. So, um, yeah, like, that is why you want to get off your phones and all the rest of it at that time of night. And ideally, you wouldn't be watching TV. You would be reading a book or not having that screen time. But, of course, screen time has become a part of winding down in our culture. So, as long as you're winding down, I guess, is the key to that.
0: Mm. So. I feel like sometimes I'm not even actually watching the TV. Mm. Like, it's it's on and it's there, but you're just, like, not actually with it. Yeah. If that makes
1: sense? Yeah. We're often watching a series that I'm not that interested in, but Smarty is. yeah. Smarties, so. yeah.
0: So you're just kind of relaxing while it's on. You might be looking at it, but you're not really taking it in.
1: Yeah.
0: Helping I mean, your brain to wrong. switch off.
1: shows that I do get into as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's um, different, I guess. But I
0: think setting yourself a bedtime mm-hmm. and actually sticking to it to make sure that you are getting a good, decent amount of sleep at night is really key. Yeah. Because of the way the world is with social media and TikTok, the next video just pops up. But even
1: Netflix, Netflix, the next, the next, episode, next season, or the yeah. next
0: episode just starts. And you have to keep watching a few before it says, hey, are you there?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So before that, like.
1: I feel like you watch for hours before that pop-up happens.
0: Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, it's like three or four, maybe even five episodes, depending on how long the episodes are. Mm. But, like, the next video just scrolling, scrolling, it just instantly pops up on TikTok. It instantly pops up on Facebook. And before you know it, like, it's 3 a.m. Mm. hmm And you've lost so many hours of sleep.
1: Yeah. And you sleep is You so can't buy awful. them back. Mm-hmm. You can't even re sleep them back. Like, <laughs> there's no bank for it.
0: They're gone. Yeah. So, I think setting yourself a bedtime and sticking to it, even if at the start you're going to bed and you're laying there awake, and eventually you will fall asleep. Mm. You just have to create that new, like, habit or new body clock. Mm.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And train it back slowly. Don't go from being someone that goes to bed at midnight to okay, I'll go to bed at nine thirty because that's, Cause what that's never going to happen. Yeah,
0: you're going to lay there and you're going to toss and turn and you're going to just get so frustrated with yourself. that You're actually not going to fall asleep.
1: Yes, so move it back like half an hour at a time until that just becomes easy. And then, like Vic just said, it gets super frustrating when you're laying in bed wide awake. Like I just know in that part of my cycle where insomnia is like a part of it that. Drives me absolutely crazy, yeah. So, I will get up and read. Like, I'm very conscious I try not to get on my phone if I get out of bed. If I've been in bed for, like, 30 minutes and not fallen to sleep once the light's are out, and I'm wide awake, still, like, not dozing off, I will get up with my book and I'll just sit with my little, like, book light that I've got hooked to it. (laughs) Such a nana. (laughs) I feel like this podcast is really revealing all my, like, (laughs) quirks. Um... Yeah, so I will sit in the dark with that tiny little bit of light and just read my book for 30 minutes or until I feel tired, I'll get up, go to bed, and I'll fall asleep.
0: Yeah, because it does help you to relax. Like, Mm. I am not a reader (laughs) for anyone out there. Here's my toxic trait. I I probably actually have never finished a book. Mm. Like, if I've finished it, I don't remember finishing it, so I probably didn't actually finish it. She's never it.
1: finished a book I've lent her, let's put it that way. Like i
0: No, and do you know what it really sucks because there was this book and I was really, really into it. What was it called? Can't Hurt Me Oh yeah. By still, Goggins. Look,
1: it's it's still up there. You can take it out of the library whenever you want. And
0: <laughs> he is like amazing. Anyway, I love his story and I loved I think I got to like chapter two and it wasn't that I wasn't interested in it. Not just, a reader I'm just not a reader have you do you listen to audiobooks? I've never tried because I can tune out from things mm-hmm. I think being a mum, I don't know if this is just me, but I literally can have my airPods in my ears and not hear, hear a anything. single thing. yeah I just tune out
1: I don't think it's just a mum thing because I will listen to audiobooks or podcasts down the block all the time um. And if I start thinking about something I want to do once I finish that job, I will actually have to rewind whatever I'm listening to because I'm like, oh, my God, I don't even know what these guys are. You know, like I'll be listening to a gardening podcast and I'll be like, what the hell are they talking about? Like, mm. And I'll have to scratch it back to the start of it and be like, oh, okay, we're talking about tomatoes. That makes sense. Like, <laughs> But if your brain isn't like absorbing the information. But that's what I like about audiobooks. It's kind of like a meditation because I'm forcing myself. To focus on what I hear, because mm. the block brain works just not gets interesting. distracted
0: on mm. other things. Yeah, and it's yeah, it's not because it's not interesting. Like I can be listening to music, Anyone. and I'm not even listening to the song. I couldn't tell you the song that was playing before the one I was listening to. Mm. Like that's how much I tune out from everything, really <laughs> which is kind of nice. Like when you think about it, yeah. Because clearly my my mind was just blank.
1: Yeah,
0: I wasn't stressing. Mm. It's was just I love chill in myself. Yeah, which is really nice. Mm. But it's not helping me read books, is it? <laughs> <laughs> but reading a book can help. Every time I do read a book, it does actually make me feel tired. It does relax you. Mm. So that is a great way if you're laying there tossing and turning or you're trying to go to sleep at an earlier time and set yourself a new routine, try reading a book because it will help to relax.
1: Mm. Yeah. And you should avoid excessive training just before bed as well um, because it gets your heart rate up, your core body temperature up. So therefore those things need to lower down before you actually go to sleep. So you need time for them to get back to their um, neutral levels before you actually go to sleep Mm -hmm. so yeah
0: and if you're someone that works out in the afternoons and you we spoke about this in a previous podcast supplements um, and you're using a really high caffeine supplement Mm -hmm. uh, pre-workout I mean sorry Um, there are a few like lower caffeine options and I think there's actually some that aren't
1: There's zero caffeine. Yeah,
0: zero caffeine as well. Mm. Um, So maybe try reducing your caffeine Mm. if you find that you are staying awake quite late and still like wide awake. Mm.
1: And caffeine is like a catch-22 because um, majority of people, I'm going to say majority because there's others out there that is completely different. This is like the average, is 12 hours after your caffeine, only 50% of that caffeine has worn off. And that's crazy. Yeah. Like if I have a pre-workout or something after 12 o'clock, I will notice it even when I go to bed. I'm obviously very sensitive to it. I don't drink coffee. I only have tea and pre-workout and the occasional energy drink. So I guess...
0: Your caffeine intake is pretty low. Mm. So when you do have it, Mm. like you haven't got a tolerance to it.
1: But then the catch-22 of it is you're tired the next day because you've been at least not sleeping well. Until your caffeine's worn off. So then you rebuild yourself with caffeine and then you need more caffeine once it starts to wear off. And like it's just and then this you're just in this cycle, cycle of caffeine,
0: yeah. crappy sleep. Mm.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So sometimes it is worth. And people that drink coffee are like, bitch, you're crazy. I'm not
0: cutting out coffee.
1: <laughs> and Fuck. I'm like, just, just cut one back. Like, let's just have two in a day and then maybe have one. Yeah. I'm not advocating giving up your coffee forever. Because I'm not even giving her my cup of tea. I noticed there's only one tea bag in my thing this morning and I don't have more in the pantry. She's up shit creek.
0: She's got one scoop of pre
1: workout left. She's got one tea bag left. And I'm bougie too. Like, I'm not out here drinking Lipton tea. <laughs> I'm going to have to see whether somewhere in Wildura has my flavour of T2 tea, tea. I'm
0: pretty sure Coles have T2 now. Thank you. I know you are, welcome.
1: Mm. But anyway, because obviously ordering from T2 won't get here in time. Anyway, thanks for tuning in, guys. We hope that we have helped you understand why we think a nighttime routine is more important than a morning routine. Uh, obviously, morning routines are important as well. It creates a little less chaos in your life. But, um, yeah, start by just getting to bed at a decent time, turning the TV off, reducing your blue light, and then start to work on all the other things. Mm-hmm. Sleep is amazing.
0: Sleep is so good.
1: It's underrated
0: well 110 percent underrated
1: yeah that's where we've been the most fat people mm-hmm. while you're sleeping that's right and if
0: you're not sleeping then you're making the next day actually harder for yourself
1: i feel like we should do a podcast on sleep no like, i could talk for hours on sleep like what it does for us while we sleep
0: yeah we could we should, yeah, add,
1: we should add that should to the list add adds to the to list, list. <laughs> <laughs> all right guys thank you so much for tuning in please make sure you like subscribe wherever you're listening to us, share us with your friends and we will keep bringing you our little team smart rambles. Thanks for tuning in guys. Bye!